welcome to this week's episode. This episode, we will be talking about a hacking duo, Hamza Bendelaj, an Algerian hacker who co-created the malicious software called SpyEye. He didn't work alone, though. The primary creator of SpyEye, Alexander Andreevich Panin, worked with him. Hamza's role in this partnership, the thing he later went to prison for, was his involvement in the distribution of this software. Hamza caught the media's attention with his joyful facade and was nicknamed the Happy Hacker or the Smiling Hacker. The two hackers operated from Russia between 2009 and 2011. Panin conspired with Hamza to create SpyEye and sell many different versions of the malicious software to other criminals. Panin was a very intelligent kid, according to his parents and teachers. Panin had exceptional mathematical and computer skills, and his teachers encouraged him to pursue further education in the computer programming field. He had attended a local institute, but six months later he dropped out. Hamza was well-educated and very bright and attended the University of Sutton, earning his bachelor's in computer science and technology, of course. The two were both exceptionally intelligent young men, who unfortunately got way too greedy. Let's talk a little bit about their creation, SpyEye. SpyEye was created to automatically steal private, personal, and financial information from its infected source. It could collect things such as bank credentials, pins, usernames, passwords, and other valuable information. It could attack users on Google Chrome, Safari, Opera, Firefox, and Internet Explorer on Microsoft Windows operating systems. SpyEye would essentially allow criminals to remotely control the infected computers using a command and control server, often known as C2 servers. A command and control server, or C2 server, is a main tool used by cyber crooks to send commands to their malware and execute the distribution of malicious software to the device. Once in control, cyber criminals would use web injects keystroke loggers, and credit card grabber attacks to obtain information. Then all this information would be sent back to the C2 servers for use by the criminals. If you're familiar with different types of malicious software, you might be thinking, SpyEye sounds a lot like the notorious Zeus malware. In fact, these two malwares are actually very similar. And Panin, the creator, actually took components of Zeus into account when creating SpyEye so the two were very similar. The two malwares were actually rivals for a time, and SpyEye was dubbed the Zeus Killer, as SpyEye would run an automatic search for the malware Zeus, and if it was found, it would be removed from the device. However, this rivalry was said to come to an end when Evgeny Bogachev allegedly gave the source code and rights to sell Zeus to Panin, which allowed him to incorporate even more of the characteristics found in the Zeus malware. Back to our criminals, though. For Hamza's part in the attacks, he was given the task of advertising, promoting, and distributing SpyEye. He did exactly that and promoted SpyEye on online invite-only criminal forums such as darkcode.com, a large forum at the time. Hamza transmitted over 1 million spam emails containing multiple strains of SpyEye and other malware to the United States, crippling over hundreds of thousands of infected computers. He also developed and sold add-ons for botnets, including something called a spreader, which as the name suggests, automatically transfers the malware and spreads it around the infected system. Essentially, he played a massive role in the spread of this malware. He effectively caused billions of dollars of losses to individuals, as well as financial institutions around the world, and infiltrated more than 10 million computers. The two were apprehended in 2013. Panin was caught first, and it didn't take 
officials long to connect the dots, and Hamza was caught next. Panin was sentenced to nine and a half years of prison, while Hamza was sentenced to 15 years of prison. Within months of Panin's arrest, the FBI learned that Panin was working on a new strain of spy eye, and it was ready to be released, but his arrest effectively stopped the distribution of the new malware. It was said that this new variant, if unstopped, would have been the most inventive and undetectable of botnets distributed to date, and would have caused incalculable losses to financial institutions and individuals around the world. There were rumors circulating online that claimed Hamza was using some of the money he stole to fund various Palestinian charities, which made him a hero in many people's eyes. However, these rumors are unfounded, and it's hard to know if we will ever know the truth. But one thing is for certain, we were dealing with an almost unstoppable, dangerous duo. Thank you for listening, and be sure to check in for next week's episode.